1: done.
0: Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
2: that's right 93.7 the ticket the captain show I am honored to be with who I call my little brother from another coach Prince a Kamara Prince how you doing brother What's good, Vijay? I'm straight. How are you? <laughs> man, I'm doing well. I'm doing extremely well. Now, how do you enunciate your last name?
1: Oh, my gosh. Man. I get that question so many times. Um, I say there's two ways. So how my parents say it is and but then it's kind of been Americanized. So it's like Amukamara or mukamara tomato, tomato.
2: Right. Say that one more time the first way. Amu Kamra, Amu Kamara. Amukama. Say it one more time. Amu Kamara. Oh, Kamara. Oh, got you. Yeah. Kamara. So, yeah. so, but you've learned over time that no one can say that. Yeah. So it's, it's Prince Amu Kamara.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. Yep. Right. All right. Prince, man. You know how. Listen, this is our defensive backs week, okay, where OVJ o, 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 o Jackson, man, just just put together a nice little list of. Of uh, corners, not that this is the only list. This is the first list, and okay. I, 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 you know, to start with you, um, an all-American, um, a first-round draft pick, I think would be an honor. So, I just want to get right down to it. Tom Brady retiring. Your thoughts? Is that official? No, I, but listen, in my opinion, no, it's not official yet.
1: You saying retiring. Got you.
2: It's not, Got I, you. Okay. I said this last he week on it. the radio, Prince, and I thought he would be retiring. So I just want to know, you know, you've been in the league. You played against him. Um, yeah. You feel like he's retiring. What do you feel?
1: Um, I mean, you kind of, after speaking speaking with you, you kind of, I'm kind of on your side. Like, so I'm thinking this, though, initially. The man threw for the most yards out of everybody last last year, and he didn't really have – he almost had an Aaron Rodgers roster, right, where Aaron just really just had Devontae, and it felt like Tom just really had Mike Evans because he lost Godwin, and then he lost A.B. And so the fact that he still managed to throw for five racks and he beat out everybody, a 44-year-old and stuff like that, like that's – I feel like – if he's going out, he's going out on on a high, but I feel like he still got some more ball left in him. But then you have to scale back and ask yourself, is that when you retire, when the wheels fall off? Like mm. when you can't play with your grandkids, when you can't play with your kids. And that's what you got me thinking. Like, is it worth it? Like one, like he had an MCL surgery last year after the Super Bowl. And no one really knew about that. That was under wraps, but is it worth it? At the end of the day, when you can't walk and play with your kids and and live your life after football and that's no it's not worth it so yeah i'm like yeah i am I'm, I'm with it if he is, if he does
2: yeah i think but it will be selfishly good
1: as a fan like no we we want to see more like we want to see more and stuff but now i get it
2: yeah it's just it's just sometimes it's time is time out. i i think sometimes we when you defy time like he's done yep we get – as fans, we get really, really greedy, and we want more and more. And then all of a sudden, because I'm a boxing fan, you know, you start seeing the Muhammad Ali's get plummeled and and, Mm. and all these guys – Evander Holyfield coming back getting plummeled. It's just not – it's not cute. I don't like it. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think Coach Osborne was was a person who showed me – Early on in my life, but definitely later on when I look back, that he retired after winning the national championship. Right. There's not too many oh, people. I didn't know that. Yes. I
1: didn't know that. Coach okay. Osborne
2: retired. 19, we won the last championship my senior year, 1997. Coach Osborne retired.
1: Did you guys know going in there, like, okay, this going to be coach last year, let's send him on a high?
2: We knew. We didn't know until later on in the season, like way late in the season. We didn't know early. Yeah. Like they had a press conference. I want to say before the last game. I I don't know. I don't I vaguely remember, but it's sometime I know it was before the bowl game. But so before the last game, I know or right before the bowl game, one or two, they announced it. Everybody shocked. We looking crazy. We like one like Coach Osborne, wait a minute. We just won two championships back to back. Should have played for 5 and 5 years. And now you're leaving? You know, so even though us guys was leaving with him, it still was a shock. You know, it still was a shock. But when you look back, there's not too many people can say that they retired on top. A lot of people got to get busted up, blown out knee, dislocated uh, 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 elbow, thigh contusion, broken thumb. I mean, the list of injuries. Let's just talk about that. You played in the league for 10 years, Prince. How many injuries?
1: Man. So, injuries or surgeries?
2: Let's, all I mean, I, you know, I think injury will – we'll talk surgeries later, but just injuries.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, every year. Every year was either a, ha- a hammy or a groin or a high ankle sprain, and those are the worst, I think. Like, those are – it feels like your whole shin is broken. And so, um, I mean, I had – I've had – had, torn biceps, torn chest, torn thumbs, uh, and broken foot.
0: So, yeah.
2: Yeah, So so now let's talk about what was your average rehab? What was the average rehab time?
1: So I've only been on IR once.
2: And so IR,
1: injured reserve, meaning you have to miss the whole season. And so it was week eight. I was balling. I had three picks, 10 PBUs, like – I followed, I was following Dez Bryan, I was following Calvin Johnson, aka Megatron, like I was doing my thing, and then, boom, I popped my my bicep, and and so there's like a tendon that attaches from your forearm to your bicep, so it popped out of the forearm, and then it rolled up to my bicep, so they had to go into surgery, bring it down from the bicep, and pin it down back to the forearm, so that, that took a whole year, so that was that was like um, I was out. I missed eight weeks of football, and then I rehabbed, and I was able to I was able to go back and play. And then my broken foot um, that took a, a year to fully recover. Even though I played on it, I, it still wasn't all the way right. I had to do another surgery, and then um, so I probably missed I think I missed a total of like maybe uh, forty games.
2: Wow. Wow. Yeah. But 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 in, but that's what I'm saying. So when you look at total time, when you look at when you're an older gentleman, you have kids, you got a family, wife, soon to be yeah. hopefully grandkids one day, it makes the, the it makes that decision a lot easier. He's he's gotta right. live at some point, you know what I mean? He's gotta live life at some point. And I would imagine that Tom Brady's gonna be in the media somewhere. Right? I you mean, think so? I think so. I mean he's look at all the commercials. Right. Tom Brady's always talking. So it's like he he's going to transition like most quarterbacks do into the media and he'll be just fine. But but back to you, Prince. You came in as a running back. How did you make it to Nebraska? Man, the
1: good fellow Billy Bush, (laughs) Bill Bush. So Coach Bush was a safeties coach there. Right. And so what he did, he came to Arizona and scooped all of us. Eric Haig, Marcel Jones, um Will Will Yancey, um, God rest his soul, Javalio Burks, um me, uh, like all all five of us. And like he just came and scooped us, just had a great he's a great, great like salesman <laughs> in, in, in a good way. Made us feel, made us feel good. I, I, love Coach Bush, um, till this day. I remember it was one time, and I'll never forget this line. So, I already had visited Nebraska. That was my first visit. I visited other schools. I think Fresno State, Nevada, and UCLA was knocking on the door. And Coach Bush was just like, "Hey, man, like, we're like we're getting in." And you know how the scholarships work? Like they just throw them all out there. They overpromise and it's like whoever commits first you might have got a scholarship but it's like hey like i'm sorry like we're already fully committed and so he's like hey prince like hey i know you want to keep visiting these colleges but it would be it would be a heartbreak to like miss out knowing you want to go here and stuff like that and so i went to bed um said my prayers and then the next day all right coach hey i'm in and so like i'll never forget that a conversation with him but he's he was,
2: he was he was awesome. Hey, now you came in and and I, I think fans need to understand that he came and plucked like five or six of y'all that was the top guys in the state. Exactly, yeah. Not just, you know, these guys are just guys that that kind of lo- fell through the cracks. The guys you named could just about go anywhere, right?
1: Right, right, right.
2: Sidebar prints. So Isaac, one of our one of our ticket listeners he says, funny thing to ask Prince about. Back when my brother Micah played at NU, he lived with the Prince before I got drafted. And when, when he got drafted, he left a pile of stuff and told his roommates to take whatever. So I snagged this yes. high school pop warner player of the game plaque.
1: Oh my God.
2: You gosh. want it back? Do you want it back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Micah. Is that crack of
2: mine? Yes.
1: Yes! Oh my God, that's hilarious! Right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I just left it. I left it in the in the duplex. Yeah, y'all take whatever y'all
2: want. So, so we were talking, and I you, I didn't tell you this when we talked, but Lawrence Phillips did the exact same thing to me, except for he left everything, car, everything. He left it all. Right?
0: Oh shoot! Yeah, he and he and he
2: gave it to me. You know, he stayed by himself, and he was like, "Here, you can have it." And the question came up. Why would you ever leave those types of things behind?
1: I, I don't think they had any. It, I'll, I think I've started a new chapter. Those things didn't have any. It didn't have any meaning. I didn't care. Right, about
2: right. Well, let's let's and and we're, we're skipping around because I thought this that was important. I didn't want to forget Isaac on that deal. But since we're talking about that, you know, going from ah, I can't, I can't, I can't fast forward. Okay, so you get to Nebraska. You get to Nebraska, yeah. and you're one of the best running backs to come out of Arizona, right? Right. How in the world do we get a running back out of Arizona, and you leave a corner, one of the best one, all American? How did that happen? I
1: was bamboozled, manipulated. <laughs>
0: no,
1: <laughs> I'm kidding, but I'm not. No. So, so when I got, so when I got there. Like, they gave me the defensive playbook and threw me in the defensive room. And I'm just thinking, like, like what? Like I, like, I know I know on my visit, I was sitting with Coach Jordan, the running back's coach, going over my, my running back film. Like, I, and I never played defense at all. Like, the only time I played defense in high school was, like, I was a safety, and I just played. I just stayed in the post. Don't let no one get behind me. Like, that's all I knew about defense. And so when I got there... I was just, I was, I was just confused. And I'm a 17 year old kid. My parents ain't there. Like I'm, my coaches are the only people I I can confide in. And then, so it took a couple of weeks. Like, it's like, okay, I'll, maybe they got my name mixed up, you know, in like, there's some type of error. And so, so I just, I didn't say nothing. I was like, you know what? I'll just be quiet, like happy to be here. Like, okay, I'll do this for a little bit. But then it got to a point. It's like, no, like I should be, I should be back there. Like I was supposed to be alongside Marlon Lucky and, and Marcus Mendoza and stuff like that. And so I go up to Calhan's office and I say, Hey coach, I was supposed to play running back, like you guys told me I was gonna be like the guy here, like what's up? And he said, Oh yeah, 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 Prince, we wanna we, we wanna make you a two way player. So we want you to learn defense first. I was like, Okay, say less, cool, just say that next time. <laughs> so cool. So so so, bro, that next practice, I get a handoff. Man, I run into Carl Nix's back. I never saw the ball again. I was never in the back. The only time I was in the backfield was the defensive backfield. I was never in the backfield. <laughs> well, kickoff return,
2: kickoff return. Did you get a chance did to return you know? any kicks?
1: Nah, nah no, I did. Ah, uh, no, dang. No, no return, no return kicks, and then so, so, the, so that was it. So now it's like, all right, this is it. They they showed me their cards right? So now I have to make a decision. And we didn't have the, the player portal, the the free agency college stuff that they have now. If you, man, if you don't even like your, if you don't like your team colors, if you don't like that, they switched to Nike, you could leave. Like you can leave for whatever reason. If you don't like the training table, you could leave. You could just get in the portal, the portal. <laughs> and here they don't, I mean, back then they didn't have it. And so now I was you had to do it secretly. Like I had to ask someone, Hey, can you reach out to ASU? See if there's an opportunity there. I have to reach out to all my old contacts, but then I had Matt Penland, our team chaplain come and talk to me and say, Hey, like maybe God has you here for a different reason. I wasn't really trying to hear that. And so I finished, I finished the year out um, in 20 uh, in 2007. And then Bo Pellini comes in. I'm marching to Bo's office. One of his first days, hey coach, I was supposed to be. I was told I was going to be playing running back. Um, is there any way I can get that chance? He said, Prince, you could go on the offensive side. We'll we'll take you over there. But I've coached a lot of DBs, and I think you'll 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 make a great one, and you'll play for a long time. This man's manifesting. I wasn't even knowing it, and so I I trusted Bo. I played DB, and then my sophomore year, uh, I didn't. I didn't have the success that I wanted, but I showed flashes. And now I'm learning – I'm trying to learn this whole position, and I'm watching guys like Joe Hayden from from Florida. There's a guy named Brian Jackson out of um, out of Oklahoma, and I'm just trying to learn because I'm thinking, man, it's impossible to play this game backwards. How do they do it? And then I have to switch my whole mentality. Instead of, you know, shaking people and and taking hits, now I have to deliver the blow. It's a whole – mentality switch and so my junior year i get a chance um to get in and then once i get in i I never get out I i just i just hit it running
2: and then and then to you know to leave as an all american is is nothing short of amazing being yeah. that you changed position like bo had enough as a head coach he had enough Him to understand the long haul for you, you know, and I I, 100%
1: 100%. And when you check this resume and I didn't want to say this because I didn't want to really like name drop, but he, he was like, Hey, I coached on the Niners. I see, I seen Dion like I've, I've coached, I was at LSU. Like I've seen these guys and you, and you have it. So when he's, when he's, when he's giving me his resume, when he, when he's telling me what he's seen and he's saying, Hey, you have some of this in you. It's like okay, like I have no. All right, fine. Like you've 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 been around the block. You you've seen it all. Uh, like I had no I had no reason but 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 to
2: trust you. Well, I tell you what, we we're having a candid conversation with my buddy, my bro, my my my, my little guy in the game, little big brother. I should call you because you definitely went and played a long time, and I I I I enjoyed watching you in college. I enjoyed following your career in a pro. And uh, I know you got some other things to come. Hey, when we get back, we gotta pay some bills. I just wanna know what's the difference for you between Coach Callahan and Coach Pellini. All that and more, the ticket 93.7 the cap.
0: Back with Vershawn Jackson on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
2: That's right. This the ticket, 93.7, the captain. Rico is in the driver's seat driving. I'm just riding. We're having a candid conversation with Prince of Mookamere. Prince, hey, man, let me be the first dude to apologize for the University of Nebraska changing you over to, to 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 a defensive back. I'm watching your highlights, high school highlights, and I'm like, we would love to have a kid like this coming in right now. <laughs> Oh my God! You there, Prince?
1: <laughs> yeah, that 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 doesn't fly. But all that cutback and stuff, like I remember, I was watching Reggie's Reggie's highlight, and that's so that's why I learned a cutback. But that's not—I mean, that rarely happens in in college. Yeah, you know, you're not
2: gonna yeah. be reversing no. field, but but Prince, you were pretty doggone good. I mean, it's yeah, no, not. It, yeah, you were pretty good though. I mean, once you got into the open field, yeah. It seemed like it's lights out. I'm still watching it. It's just going lights out. But I will say, Devin White's my little cousin. When he was being recruited, he was one of the most amazing running backs I've ever seen at 240 pounds. And the thing that we were talking about, everybody wanted him at running back, but they also wanted him at linebacker. And I'm like, you know what? Be the hammer, not the nail. Right. How smart. Was that going to defensive side of the ball? When in the grand scheme of things, how smart was that?
1: It was man, it was the best. And and <laughs> if you just look at if you just look at it like longevity, like and like just soreness on the on the on the body. Like I'm out there in corner, all I got to do is be able to um, like move my hips and just be able to just run, and and then also a tackle. When when needed, like I'm I'm gonna get involved, but other than that, like like being like being a, a running back or on the offensive side, it just it, it just doesn't last long. Like you said, like I did, I did ten years. I don't know if that would have been the case um, in running if I if I was playing running back.
2: But and that also tells you that back then we recruited talent. We recruited guys that can play multiple yes. sports. You were a basketball yes. player, yes. right?
1: Yeah, basketball, and, track.
2: Boom, there it is. And, and and I remember you guys I was I was talking yesterday and and the hooping game that you guys got. Did you think you might have went out and played some basketball coming out of high school? And that's the thing, I had
1: offers. I had offers um to to play basketball, but that wasn't like I was I was a football player. Like that that's where if I wanted to make it when I say make it, if I wanted to go to the next level, the top level, it would have been football like i was better at football than i was basketball basketball even though i love basketball and that's what i tell these kids that i have to get this little psa out i hope you guys don't charge me
2: absolutely but hey like hey that free of charge
1: prince any day let's go <laughs> bro i gotta tell these kids these kids that that play basketball or not even basketball let's start you have to do multiple sports like i, I know rivals these these websites they they do a um they have a stat where like who's ever playing right now in the playoffs they'll they'll tell you like these dudes were multiple store multiple sport athletes. They had baseball, track, basketball, and you just get different things from each different sport. So for for example, right, football football, I got like the physicality. Like I got the dis I got I got what it means to play as a team. It's the ultimate team sport. Offensive defense can, can do good, but special teams um Messes us up and and vice versa. And then and we were talking about yesterday, like DBs and um, and defensive linemen, like rushing coverage go together. Sue is not Sue without us on the back end, and we're not who we are on the back end without Sue and Crick and those guys getting getting pressure and and Compto and and, um, and and Levante. So everything works works together. And so then with basketball, one thing I love about basketball is that if a dude puts 30 on me, I have the same exact opportunity to go put 30 on him. Like, I'm going to get, like, I can go and touch the ball and I can ISO, I can run a set and stuff like that. So it's it's just like that killer instinct. Like, I can go at you just like you can go at me. And then track, it's mano y mano. Like, it's just, you you warm up. And I and not only track the um the uh the the what's it called the um like the window in, in, in making a mistake is very, very slim. Like remember when you get out your blocks, you hear that double shot, boom boom mm-hmm. someone got DQ'd. And you look back, you hoping it, it's not you. Like you get one chance to run your fastest. I don't care what you did to me last week. Or, or at districts or whatever you got to beat me today, and that's what I love about and so that's what I love about all three sports. It kind of builds this mentality of a, of a monster, of a, of a competitor. And so that's why I, I did, um, that's why I, I did three sports, so I just challenged like the kids, especially basketball players, like to go from basketball to football, especially if you're an athletic dude who's used to jumping, catching a ball. Um, throwing up alley-oops, like, if it doesn't look like you're going to make it in football, I mean, basketball, go to football. You will make it. And there's countless and countless of stories from Jimmy Graham, Julius Peppers, uh, Antonio Gates. Like, you see these dudes who played basketball, and they would have been a subpar, might have not have made it to the NBA, but they're football. They're Hall of Famers. These guys are getting plus $50, $60 million contracts. So, yeah, that's my spills.
2: Man, Big Bird, we appreciate you for that. Because Big Bird said Prince has a – he the one put me on your highlight. Saying, he basically said that your highlight can rival Reggie Bush. <laughs> and let me nah, just tell you. Nah, yeah, nah, no. He, nah. Come on, Prince. That's a pretty good nah, one.
0: Nah, I'm, it, I, I'll take it, but yeah, no. Nah. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me, short. Look at me, short. I'm the captain now. Of-
2: What you know about that Prince?
0: It's game time. It's game, time. It's game time.
2: It's game time on the ticket, 93.7. I'm talking to Prince. Prince, what you know about that, man? When you hear that, does it still do what it does to me? To you? Listen, still, man, still, even day by day, we get better and better. Team <laughs> KBB, won't, be won't be beat. Won't be beat. Oh, it's, time. it's game time, man. It's funny how that transcend time. I left in 1997. Man. You came in, what, 06? 07? 07. 07. 10 years yeah. later. And if we count from where we are from then, it's 20 and 30 years later, and it still makes you get a little hyped up. Kelsey, the Mississippi Mud Dog, said Prince was the very first Husker player I ever met in person. Walked right up to him outside North Stadium after the FAU game in 2009, and he he was the nicest dude. You remember that guy? Oh, man. I, what's I'm his being, being, you said Kelsey? Yeah, Kelsey the Mississippi mud dog. You probably had to see him because you probably remember him if you saw him. Yeah, yeah I probably
1: would have to. Yeah. But he's That's a, a, he's, a avid, an yeah,
2: he, he's a avid yeah, uh, he he's an avid ticket listener and I, I appreciate it. Bryce just checking in. What's up, Bryce? I already did my uh so so Prince, we try to do push ups so you don't just sit around, you know, you're running your mouth on the radio, you, you tend to get fat. So you wanna Try to right. keep, you know, when you get older, stuff starts pulling to the ground. You want to keep it nice and tight. You do 100 push-ups today, it'll keep it nice right. and tight. So, Bryce has been trying to – Bryce, you better get that 125 in too. He says, just imagine 90,000 plus screaming – for oh, Jeez. Prince. So, Bryce, let me see what you think about this. Bryce says that, you know, when we do the prayer inside of the locker room, they should show it out in the yeah. stadium, and the, 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 fan should the fans should do the prayer with them. What do you think about that? Could you imagine?
1: Yes, why not? Let them,
2: let them join in. Get some of this word. Yes. Right. Could you imagine the, the sound of you know, it when it says a team can't be beat, won't be beat? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then, and then when they get loaded. What's the part when we get low, <laughs> when we, when our the girl, When dear our dear voice dear gets Lord low. We have some and chances fair. Chances is better, lose, yeah. Lose, yeah. yeah. You remember?
1: And if we lose, yeah. And if we lose.
2: We stand by the color. Yeah. Cheers and rings go and by. Then, and then when we, like that,
1: yeah.
2: But day by day, we're getting better and better. Yeah. Team can't be beat, yeah. won't be beat. Yeah. You guys are still saying that, did you, you still saying that with Callahan or did that go away? No, no, we said that. Okay, so they still kept that. That was one of the traditions that still kept So That was pretty good. What is some differences? Okay, so because you you started out with Callahan, and then you got Bo. Now, you already kind of told us that Bo understood players. He understood the players that he had, and and he was able to put you in position. But what were some of the differences between Bo and Callahan?
1: bro bo just really had our backs, man, and like he was like he would have our backs, he would be cool with us like he 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 had a it was a great it was a great um balance be, between being you know like a player's coach and like you know a coach coach, and so for those who don't know, the player's coach is someone who's cool with the players, like you know hangs out uh and what I'm talking about hangs out in the, in the, in the facilities. Like, he's not, he's not just in his office. Like, he goes and mingles, talks a little stuff, plays a little ping pong. He would do magic tricks. And I'm still trying to figure out how he did this one magic trick. He would do magic tricks. He would jump in in one-on-ones and throw. I think he was a lefty. And throw and stuff like that. Like, he was just so cool. But on the other side of that coin, he will mother F you, whether you're Sue <laughs> Whether you're mini, whether you're Taylor Marked, it don't matter who you are, if if you're not if you're not playing up to your standard, up to your level, like Coach Bo will get it out of you. And that's what we, we, we respected about him and, and loved about him and and um and yeah, so he was awesome. So and so Bill coach Coach Callahan, it was just more like I remember everyone would always say, like, Hey man, be ready, like Callahan runs this like the NFL and stuff like that. And i and I obviously I've never been to it been to the NFL then so I never knew what they were talking about and then so now looking back is yes like that's how Callahan like that's all he knew like that's how he that's how he ran it it was it was more coaches coach rarely rarely who raw I never really seen them get it get into anybody it, he was just even kill just just chill like just just cool just just chill and and I think both both of those um, both of those coaching methods work.
2: Do you think the mentality? Do you take on the mentality of your head coach? As a player, one hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, because I mean, that's that's your like that's the guy on the top of the food chain. Like that's your quote unquote leader. And so, like we we, we go as, as as he goes, and then eventually, right, he sets the tone. But eventually, us players have to carry it out, right? So then, so then, whatever he sets, that gets infused in our captains, right? Our leaders, and then they, and then they pass that down and stuff like that. So he sets it, but the players ends up running with it and, and, and keeps that mo momentum going and, and stuff like that.
2: Now, were you a team captain your senior year? Were you a captain yes. your senior year? Okay, so. So, being that you're a captain at this point, right? You've been through the kind of the trial by fire. How different were you as a senior and a captain than you were as a freshman coming in? Um, just more
1: mature, I, I, and I knew, and I knew what the culture was. I knew what we were trying to get done. So, any transfers, like them JUCO transfers any, any, any young guys coming in, like it's, it's my job and the other guys jobs to kind of bring them along. Like, Hey, this is, this is where, this is what we're about. And um, one thing that's huge. I think that was huge on our team, like my senior and, and um, mainly my senior year is that we didn't have no cancers, right? Like a cancer, you know, someone in the locker room, a player that's just negative. Oh, we got to do this. This thing that our weightlifting coach Dobson's like has to do. Oh, like that stuff can become contagious. So then, when you have one person feeling that way, like that can mess up the whole the whole mood. So we, uh, us leaders, us us captains, try to make sure that we didn't have none of those. And so everyone really, everyone really brought bought in. And so, and that's one thing I can credit like our captains to doing is just really keeping that culture that 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 Coach Bow. Kind of instilled, like we we were we were keeping that going.
2: The the, the, the you know being a captain. Uh, who are some of the guys? Let's just name that starting defense your senior year.
1: I'm trying to remember. So, I mean Sue, Crick, I want to say Comto, Levante, Eric. Fonzo. Uh, Gomes, F- Fonzo, P.J. Gomes, uh, shoot me. Uh, I want to say I wanna, I want to say PJ Pierre Pierre, and I know I know there's Pierre know Allen. There's someone, Pierre Allen, yeah, and I know I know there's someone else on the line because we had we had dudes that was that was going in. Um, I just can't.
2: Remember. Oh, was it Timo?
1: Was Terrence Moore?
2: The yeah, T- Terrence Moore. Terrence Moore could have been Timo. Yeah, he would have been one out there, too. He was still there, though. Yeah. But I just think about that defense, because I was around the university at that time. That was one of the better black shirt defenses in a long time. Especially if you count what you guys did on the next level as far as in the NFL. Now, you right. you were able to play your way into, you know, after your senior year, you were able to play your way into the NFL Let's talk about a little bit about that. You get dra- you're, you're you're first of all, you didn't know you were going to get drafted as high at first. And then you get Correct. to the point where now, okay, Correct. I'm going to be a, a day one guy. You're in New York. Then what happens? So, I'm in New York, um
1: family there, I'm back in the green room. So my draft class, which I would put arguably up against any other draft class, has been the best. But Ooh. my so people that were in the green room with me were guys like Cam Newton, Marcel Darius, Vaughn Miller, Alden Smith, J.J. Watt, Patrick Peterson, Julio Jones, A.J. Green, Cam Hayward, Cameron Jordan. I mean, bro, like the the list, wow. the list goes on and on. And so those guys. Tyron Tyron Smith, who went went to the Cowboys, like those guys are getting, are getting called. And so I was thinking, I, I was thinking because the Cowboys needed, needed a DB, I was going there or even I was, I was almost thinking, shoot, I'm from Arizona. They needed a DB, but they ended up getting Patrick Peterson, which obviously was the right choice. But I'm thinking okay like I I was going to go from here to here So I had expectations but they weren't met And so now I'm looking at my phone Thinking like man am I going to have to Wear the same suit twice again Like I'm going to have to show up here I'm I'm going to have to show up here Um, I'm going to have to Show up here uh, The next night and so what, What happens is I get a call from a New Jersey area Code and I'm looking at my agent I said hey is it answer answer. right. so answer it hey how's it going prince it's coach coughlin with the new york football giants i just want to let you know uh we're excited here and we're going to pick you with our number 19 you're a giant man uh ready to get to work i'm like like, oh shoot i'm so So i try to keep a composed face i tell my family it's the giants everyone's excited and so um yeah, I... I they, so, they, what's they the, first thing, up, what's the stand, stand, first thing you do? What's the first thing you...
2: Yeah, but what's the first thing you do after you go back to the hotel? Bury your head where? <laughs> In the pillow, right? You're a millionaire, right?
1: Oh. <laughs> pillow, yeah. Hey, right, bro. That's... And, and, yeah, and like I said, like, I'm not... I don't want to sound materialistic or whatever, but that was the first thing that hit my head. It's like, Oh my gosh, I'm a millionaire. And yeah. And I don't even go out and celebrate. I just put my head in the pillow and just like, and just pray. And I'm just super thankful. And I'm just like, man, like, cause, cause you think about it, like you have the flashback, right? Like you think about like my dad, right. My dad came from Nigeria, right. My parents didn't even want me to play football. Right. So no one, so I learned football by going to the park across the street and just and I was just always the fast the fastest kid. They would always give me the ball. That's how I got into pop Warner. A pop Warner coach saw me walking through the park. I was a tall, skinny, ashy black dude. They're like, all right, hey, race, race the fast kid on our team. I burned, I burned that kid. They put a jersey and helmet on me, and now I'm in pop Warner. So I just had that flashback, and then I think about like me me switching positions and stuff like that. So it's just I'm just super grateful and super thankful. Like, dang, like that's how the story like like is being written, right? And you don't know when you're going through it, but you just you just keep you just keep going, you just keep going. And so I was just super thankful. I'm just thinking like, dang, like even even if you go back and think about, okay, I could have went, I could have transferred, right? What what would have happened if my pride was so big and was like, Prince, you're supposed to play running back? Transfer to Fresno State, transfer in it to ASU, right? Like, I, I just always think about that, and I'm just so thankful that I stuck with it. Like when things when things wasn't going my way, when I faced a little bit of adversity, I stuck with it, and so I was just super super proud and stuff like that, and um, and happy that it all worked out. And so yeah, uh, I was happy that that I that I was a millionaire, and then I get to. I get to New Jersey. So it's funny. I always thought New York, the Giants, was in New York. It's actually the facilities, the stadium is actually in New Jersey. So I go to New Jersey. I, you know, do the press conference, take a picture uh, with my jersey, with the coaches, with the GM, with the owner. And the thing is, though, that was a lockout year. And so right after I do that, I, I go back home and train because we're supposed to be in training camp, but they didn't fix the whole CBA, the collective bargaining agreement. So now I'm working out by myself. I have a little bit of contract issues. Everything gets set. So I join practice after they're already one week in because of my contract issues. So the first day I get there, I break my foot. Day and one. Then I'm like, oh man, like, yeah. Then it's like, <laughs> it's adversity again. It's like, and people don't understand. Like this is, like, this is this is like social. This is social media, social media just now get going on a rise. And I remember I first experienced it. Like, I remember, um, there was a game with Nebraska and, um, I remember like, like my boy Niles was getting like, Niles was getting death threats. And I'm thinking like, well, and as a kid, you don't even like, it's, you never would have dreamed of this. Like what? Like this. And like people have access to us. They can just say stuff like that. And so when I broke my foot, my my Twitter DMs is blowing up. My mentions is, is blowing up. Everyone's saying, "Oh, we got damaged goods. Why did we draft him?" and stuff like that. And I'm reading this and stuff like that. So that so that's playing with my mind. And so I'm out eight weeks rehabbing, and I've never I've never been hurt before until then. And then um, the eighth ninth week, I see myself lined up across Deshaun Jackson with Vince Young at quarterback. It's the first game. And I get in because Antrel Rowe needed a breather. He's like, Prince, get in, get in. And so I just jump in on the field. So then now it's me, me and Deshaun Jackson, right? And Deshaun Jackson, one of you know, one of the fastest dudes in the league in his prime too. Like he, 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 Usain Bolt fast. Like he's fast, fast right now. And so he's looking at Vince and he's looking at me. And, you know, that looked like, man, we got, we got a fish out here. Like, so, uh, there's blood in the water. Like, we got to go with this rookie. And so what I did was I just opened up and, and ran the go route for him because I knew it was a go route. And then I, I get a pick my first play, my, my career.
2: So first time you line up, you get hurt. First time you actually play, you get a pick. This is all in your rookie year, by the way. Talking to Principal Kamara. Yes, sir. Yep. So, so you're you you get the pick. You're balling. Um, do you ever come back out of the game? By the time the Super Bowl, and are you playing no, special no. teams?
1: Yeah. So, so that was like the ninth game of the season, and and we're not even really looking like we're a contender. We're just hanging in there and stuff like that, and so. We we get an opportunity, right? Like there, we get an opportunity to kind of like compete. It's like, oh shoot, we might we have a chance of winning the conference, winning the whole the the division, the NFC East. And so I'm still in, I'm playing, and I I end up I just keep I get I get beat. I keep get, <laughs> I keep getting beat. And so for six, there was, who, are there the who are some of the guys that beat you?
2: Who are some of the guys that beat you?
1: Man, I was getting beat. I was getting beat that year. Um Miles Austin was was beat uh beat me on a beat me on on a play. Bro, Dante Stalworth mm. beat 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 me on 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 a play. Um who who else that year? I remember we we played the Saints, man. That man, that was a whole nother game. I thought they were going to put 100 on us that year. But but I keep getting beat so there was two times, right? So one game was the Cowboys, and I got beat on a play. And I go to the sideline, and our DC is like, he has the play call sheet. And he said, Prince, what coverage were we in? And right before I can answer, I said, Coach, it's coverage. It's cover two, Prince. It's cover two. He, he hits the play call sheet on my helmet. Right. And I'm like, dang, like, he ain't, he ain't happy. So then the next game, Redskins, I get beat. And then so Entrell goes and tells the DC, like, hey, coach, I don't care that he's he's the number one draft pick. We got to get someone else in there. You're hurting you're hurting his confidence, and like you're you're doing a lo- you're doing a lot of hurt. It's gonna hurt him in the long run. Like you 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 gotta you. I know he's I know he's your first round. There's a lot invested in him, but like we, we got to go elsewhere and stuff like that. And that's what they did. So they go elsewhere, and then so now because I'm a first rounder, because so much is so invested in me they they got to find me a way to get on the field and so special teams was it so i did all special teams right i did gunner on punt i was on punt return hold up i was kickoff i was running through wedges and then kick return i was a sniper so
2: so wait I, let's I let's wait had, wait for you involved. let's let's talk about this sniper on kickoff return cuz we we talked about that you were on first of all uh what's the purpose of a gunner what's a gunner's job
1: Gunner, so Gunner, I'm lined up like a wide receiver.
2: My job is
1: to be the first one down there, either down the ball or make a hit, or like hit the hit the returner. So that so that's my job.
2: All right. So then, R five the or L five on the punt on punt. Uh, uh, you mean on kickoff? On, uh, yeah, on kickoff. On kickoff. My job is to bust away, <laughs> blow through the waves. So even as, so even I, as a, I, you I, were a I, five – I don't think people understand a five, okay? A five is the guys that – the R5 and L5 are the two guys that are closest to the center. And nine times out of ten, those yes. guys got a rundown. So Aaron Penland is – so Penland's got a brother named Aaron. He was that guy for us at Nebraska. Yes. I
0: know Aaron. Yeah.
2: So you know what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. So so you're the wedge. I cannot believe yeah. they put you as a wedge buster.
1: Just yeah, because of man, just, just cuz uh, I had speed and with speed comes power so that's my job to to run through there and just wreck shop, just be a bowling ball and stuff like that. And so that's what I did and then the the, the um on the front line of the of the kickoff return, now I'm 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 the sniper. So Who's ever who's ever that R five or who on kickoff, whoever is the person causing disruption on kickoff, I have one mission, eliminate him. <laughs> that was my <laughs> job, to take him out of the equation. And so um, and so yeah, so I did that all the way until so we get into the Super Bowl, right? Tom Brady, Gronkowski, man, um, God rest his soul, Aaron Hernandez um uh Ocho Cinco West Welker right like we have I'm going against those guys and I'm playing I'm playing all special teams and then we we get in the second half and they say hey Prince you got to you got to start like the the corner the corner is out and stuff like that and so that's the thing like I had to, even though I'm playing on special teams and that's my role I still had to be ready right I I, I still have to be ready for whenever my number got called and, and it did in the second half of the Super Bowl, so now I'm starting second half of the Super Bowl, and I'm just thinking, man, like you've seen the man in the in the in the, in the arena, you've seen you seen twelve, you've seen what he does, and it's like I'm thinking, man, he's gonna come at me every play. Long story short, he doesn't even throw a pass my way, which which is awesome. And then it comes down; it's a twenty-one twenty-one seventeen, ball on the forty on their forty yard line, going in, and it's it's the ultimate – it's it's the Hail Mary. And, you know, they, they call it the Hail Mary because it's, li- it's literally a prayer. Like you're just throwing up a prayer. And so they throw it up incomplete 2011-2012 Super Bowl champions.
2: Man, listen, we're not done yet. It's the captain. It's the ticket. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about – being a Super Bowl champ, and then your career moving forward. 93.7, Prince of Mookamera is with me.
0: Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wrong one,
2: Rico. It's It's the wrong one, Rico. No, it's it not. Is this is not the one. This is the one you wanted. I wanted to air tonight. No. Yeah, remember <laughs> I changed it. The last yeah, you minute. did. My bad. I just want to see if he... Was... Hey, you, hey, 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 Prince, you remember that? Those highlight tapes?
1: Of course.
2: So, okay, so, Prince, I'm back. It's the ticket, the captain, 93.7. Uh, Link is on Sports Radio. I'm talking with Prince and We're first round pick you picked, you won the Super Bowl. has reality set in or what happens after that first year?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I ended up getting surgery again on, on my foot cause it wasn't fully healed. And then, um, it's just now it's like, it's a new year, right? Everyone, everyone wants to, wants to beat. Everyone wants to, to beat us. We're going to get everyone's best. Um, and so we have to prove again nobody cares what you did what you did the year before. You you gotta show up and and do it again. And so we I think we go we I think we either go ten and six or nine and seven again that next year, don't do so good and um and we keep going subpar, subpar and I keep getting injured and um now I'm in my year five and and so they have a they have they have the option to they have a chance to resign me, right? I see all my other guys getting getting resigned and stuff like that, so I'm thinking,
0: shoot,
1: I'm I'm thinking like I, they seem like they like me and stuff like that, so hopefully I get resigned. But it's not like in the league, it doesn't it doesn't matter like if if, if they like you or not, right? is it's, are you performing on this on the field? Are you shutting down these players? Are you available? That's the thing. Are you even available? And just like we said the other day, like you can't make the club in the tub. So, and so I had I had to be real with myself. When when they didn't resign me, I was very disgruntled. I was very frustrated. But I had to be real with myself and I had to look in the mirror. Okay, did I do enough to get resigned? Was I available, right? And and was my performance up to par? And can they get somebody else out there? that will be more available and will have better performance. So the New York football Giants are going to do what's best for them, always. Every team is going to do what's best for them. The San Francisco 49ers are going to do what's best for them this coming in, – in March. Are they going to keep Jimmy or not? Like, it's it, – it's like all, all – What do you think? You think off, they're going to keep Jimmy?
2: Windows. You think they'll keep Jimmy? <laughs> think they'll keep Jimmy Where'd G? Be? Listen, this this is what I will say.
1: This is what I will say to um to this, to that, is that I don't and anything can happen. I don't I don't know. And it, it just it just it all matters like who's who's available, right? The the Tom situation, I like the Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. I mean it's there's just so much like you just never you never you but, just never but, know. But you Prince know. A, I Prince, don't
2: know. Prince, do you but do you go and, and, and take a Aaron Rodgers probably's got five years left, Max, right? Do you take a Aaron Rodgers, does he go to San Francisco, do you put him in front of a kid that you want to be the future because you want to win now? Or, you know, and build a team around him like Tampa Bay did with Tom Brady? Or do you develop a guy who, you know, which way do you go with that? Yeah,
1: you gotta it's 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 always win now. So I mean, I don't. Yeah, it's it's always win now. Think about it. If a team could get, if, and, and you got, we forgot about Russell. Like, if you can get, if you can get a premier. Look at, and I wanted, I wanted to tweet this yesterday, but I didn't know the GM's name. Look at the Rams. Look at what they
2: did. Yeah,
1: bros. They said the Rams have given up six first round picks. They don't have a first round pick until 2024 they don't care it is when now and mcveigh just went to the super bowl two or three years ago with golf but it wasn't enough we need somebody else we need Stafford. even with the odell thing like they don't man they don't they do not like i and and you got you gotta love that like you gotta love um a GM, a coach who just puts everything on on the table. Like even my year with 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 Chicago, like we went out and paid everybody, and then we went and got Khalil Mack. Like it's so, like you love when a team goes for it, and because you you see you see the fruits of the labor, you see you see the return. Like look at like Jameis Winston had that had that exact same team to 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 an extent, and I'm, I know a lot goes in it. From defense and and stuff like that, but you you take Jameis out, you put Tom in, and then I mean we see we see what happens and stuff like that. Especially that position, that quarterback position, can can do a lot. Like and and I'm gonna say this, and please pay attention to this. You look at all the coaches who have gotten fired. Go and see how well the quarterback played. That that it, it usually it usually. Tells
2: you, um, you can tell it used to tell you a lot. Well, how about with um, for, the the for coach the coach from Miami? Yeah, for the most part, no, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Hey, John says on the on the Hammer text line. Hey, VJ, I have a question for you and Prince. Before a game, did you need to try and relax and get settled, or did you need to get pumped up? And how did you do it? Thanks, John. You gonna get that first? I'll let you get it first. You guess, unless he said, you. So
1: before I needed to relax and settle. He said, "How did I get pumped up?"
2: Yeah, he said. He said. He said. Do you, it, is, which one's the, is the difference? He said before the game, do you try to relax oh, and get settled, uh, or did you get I pumped get, up?
1: I, I get both. I, I get both. Mm-hmm. You want to get the adrenaline flowing. You want to get the juices flowing. So I do that in warm up. So I'm listening to. I'm listening to. Um, anything that just gets just gets my bones rattling, like whether it's it's like um, it's Drake, it's Future, it's these, it's like Christian music, whatever, right? That just gets me going. And then when I get when I get into um, the locker room, like right before we go out, out now it's calm. Like now you got you got to contain that. It's called controlled controlled chaos. Like you Mm. got you got to contain that. And then when it's time to go back out again, you let it go. So your 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 um your feelings are are is just a roller coaster. It's up and down.
2: Yeah, I'm. I was. I I definitely agree with that. I was a little bit different where I knew I, the majority of what I was going to be doing was hitting people in the mouth. So and then you know being a team captain, sometimes it, it you have to get other guys. Into the game, you, you you have to be able to see a guy maybe not as focused as he should be, and you might have to go and get him a little bit focused up and and, and slap him on the helmet a couple times <laughs> to get his mind right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a little bit different. I get I get I, I I like to get a little bit hyped up when I come up out of there, like ready to run through a brick wall, and then and then and then it is the calm before the store right before you go out. But I was always one of those juiced up dudes, man. I was juiced. Prince. No, I
1: see you on that.
2: And and I know you were I know you were too, but once you got on that level, you guys gotta be thinking, what do what am I doing on this play call? Just like when you said the coach the coach hit you upside the head. What what coverage were you in? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So what what is when you okay, so you get to Chicago. Yeah. Right? Well well, we missed we missed Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, because it was just a cup of coffee. It was just a real, a real quick coffee break.
2: <laughs> but what was the difference between leaving, you know, being in New York for those five, four or five years, and then going and having your yeah. coffee break at Jacksonville?
1: No, so I, I like I tell everyone in in New York, you have a a strict coach in a sense. Nothing wrong with it, but a strict discipline. Coach and Tom Coughlin, right? We had no music at practice. Everyone wore the same color socks at 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 practice. Everyone wore the same color undershirts at practice, right? It was just, it was just hard nosed. It was just all ball. It was old school in a sense, right? And so that, like, getting Coach Coach Coughlin put all the all the clocks in the in the um, in the facilities five minutes early. So we call it Coughlin time, CT, Coughlin time. So if you and you know how it works, if you're late, if you're a second late, he doesn't even say anything to you. You just get a letter from the New York Giants on your locker. Hey, you have violated article thing thing. You get fined X amount of dollars. So you get so you get fined. So just just that, like it's not even always, always on the edge. It's just being where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. So that five minutes early is, is just, it's just, um, you know, it's just creating that culture and just creating um, like, you know, a, a mindset setting set standards. So I go from that to a coach in Gus Bradley, who is under Pete Carroll, who, who plays music videos before practice, who has a basketball court in the meeting room, who, um, who you, you can wear hats in the buildings, who is just, it's just different so when I was with Coughlin that's private school when I was with Gus Bradley that's, it was public school like it was it was just chill and stuff like that and so I enjoyed I, I enjoyed my time there a lot even though it was a short stint but I enjoyed my time there a lot and then I go to Chicago on a one year with John Fox and then now and and then now I'm getting into my own and so when I was in Jacksonville one thing I learned is what I was good at is press coverage, and so anytime I could press anytime I can show that on film where other teams can see and I show up like, Wow, who is that number twenty like he dang like he's he's pretty good and stuff, so I was anytime I could put that on film because I was on a one year deal, I knew other coaches were going to look at it i I made sure I did that, so when I got to Chicago, they wanted me to be um to be their guy i i I have a good year there, and then they signed me to an extension. And to a three year extension there, and um, and yeah we had uh, we had a great year in 2018. That's when all the celebrations, all the dances came and stuff like that. And it, it's so funny because because all my old heads, right? All my when I was in 2011, all my old heads: Aaron Ross, Corey Webster, Antro Roll, Terrell Thomas, all my DBs: um, Kenny Kenny Phillips, Deion Grant like it was it was awesome because they see a young kid in me from 2011 they see me grow up they see me making plays singing having fun and it's like man that's our young buck and so so it was kind of great making them proud mm-hmm. and stuff like that because when because when we had the 10-year Super Bowl reunion in New York we got to talk about that and and the hazing you know that JPP did and it was it was like they're like, man, Prince, like we're like, man, that made us proud seeing you have fun and being in the league as long as you did. So it was it was one of those like, what man, they, I made my big bros.
2: Prince, what they do? Did they did they, the <laughs> did, did they tape you to the goalpost? Katie Gay? Did they tape you to the goalpost?
1: No, nah, no, they just they they I call it they baptized me. I just got thrown in the cold tub.
2: Oh, okay, so yeah. you didn't get yeah done yeah too bad. It was, I it was
1: unwanted. <laughs> but <it> well, was <laughs> good.
2: they put you they dipped you in the cold tub. And I know J. Tub. I know how JPPN. Hey, listen, oh. our heyman text line is in use four six four five six eight five. Kool Aid Man, we gonna get to you. Kelsey, we'll get to you. Brev, what was it like playing with Sue Prince? And another question that you can ponder on while we go to break, Prince is uh, two one eight nine says, "Hey VJ, I got a question for Prince. During your career, which team was your favorite one to play on, and where did you feel most comfortable?" Thanks, Garrett. All right, when we get back, the ticket 93.7 is the captain. I'm with Prince.
0: With Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
2: Prince, what you know about that? Yeah. The drums, right? Man, yes. I, you know, listen, Still music, right? Music and sports go hand in hand. Oh yeah,
1: fact.
2: Could you imagine if you didn't have any music to get hyped to? Man, it'll be tough. There we go. Do, do. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm back. It's the ticket. You know, 93 uh, points.
1: I gotta say, what? not even that. You know what my favorite part was? What? Um, of 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 Nebraska that got me so high, bro. I don't even like reminiscing about it because I I go, you gonna make me miss it, man? <laughs> Dang. bro. So, um, what was it? Uh, the. The the can you feel it? The Michael Jackson, was it a Jackson Five or Michael Jackson? Can you feel can it? You feel see it? if you can find it, Rico. Can you feel it? Can you? Can it's you Jackson. Feel it? It's Jackson Five.
2: Jackson Five. Can you feel it? That's oh what my it is. God, that was it, man. We're gonna see if we can cue that up for you, Prince. Man, that 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 was big though. That was that was real big. We're gonna see. I think we might be able to cue. Uh, can you fill it up? But I think people don't understand that, and and. In sports, how now the music's a little bit different t- today than it was when I was raised, and probably even when you came through it's a little bit different, um, yeah, you know, but I think the beat, the words, all those different things get you get you going and get you ready to do battle, being that it is a battle there's there's a war going on that's called a football game. Inside the war are eleven individual battles every single down. How right. have you, you know, How first of all, how was it playing with Sue?
1: Man, so I'm trying to think, when did he, he came on at the end of my sophomore year to me, like how he dominated in Clemson, right? Because that's an ACC team and stuff like that. And so what he did against Clemson, I believe is when he started coming on. Then my junior year, I don't know. And and that's the thing. This man had, I think he had an ACL injury. He had something happen to his knee. And so he's just coming off injury. Um, uh, and then we get to my junior year, his senior year. And then you just see this man. I don't know what. I don't I don't know what happened. Like this man just started. You know what it was? I want to say this. So I don't know who it was but one of the Peters brothers, I want to say Jay, Who's is there a mean one between the two? I know they're both Wow,
2: Well, that depends on who you're asking. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was Christian. You know what I mean? Me and Jason Christian came had in had together. So, for me, it was Christian was the mean one, the meaner. Too. Matter yeah. of fact, Christian used to play for New York. Oh, he did? Christian yes. Did. Yes, fifth-round draft pick. Oh, wow. So,
1: one, I'm going to say one of the Peters brothers then, Came up and talked to us, right? Bo both did a great job in like bringing like you know former like former players back and stuff like that, alumni and stuff like that. And so we so we had a talk from one of the Peters brothers, and and he had said something like, "Sue, you need to walk around here like you're the baddest mother in this in in this state, whatever. If someone if you're in a movie and, and someone." Has their arm on your armrest? You move it and say, this is my armrest, (laughs) or something like that. He was exaggerating, but he was just saying just how mean and nasty you guys were and stuff like that. So, Sue just took that, and uh, I I think, I don't know, this is just me, because from that point on, it was just, we just saw a different Sue. You saw him, what he did to the Baylor quarterback, ripping his head off, slamming food, like, and this dude was powerful and so like it was just he just and then so we just started seeing it. and then it, i i knew it was crazy when people was getting stuff people on our team were getting like footballs and helmets signed from him for christmas and stuff like that hey like 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 hey this is a christmas present and stuff like that and, and sue was real solid about it like you know signing signing everything and stuff like that but that's how that's how I that's how I I seen it. It's just like, oh wow, Sue's a big and then when he got then when he was up for the Heisman and then when he cleaned out all the the, the awards it's like, oh shoot, Sue yeah, Sue's a big deal.
2: What what you know, we talked right before the break. Uh Garrett had a question. During your career, which team is your favorite one to play for and where did you feel more most comfortable?
1: This is this is pro? Yes. Oh, man, it gotta be. It's just it's just unfortunate because when I won with the Giants, it was my rookie year. I didn't really know anything, and so I mean, I would just have to say the 2018 year with the Bears. Yeah, I like, like that,
2: that, was that too.
1: Just, it was just it was just different, man. It was like that was like that time, and when I was in the when I was in Nebraska, my junior year was like oh, we can't be stopped. Like, there's, like, no one, like, when we play Texas in the Big 12 championship, like, picking off Colt McCoy, like, come on, losing with that fluke two seconds, which I don't even want to go back and dive into, but it's like, I felt like we, and even with our year as, in 2018, as as a Bears, like, we really felt like we could not be stopped and stuff like that, and then so to lose, right, the, the game never—it's never about the kick. Like that's not the reason why you lose the game. But in that moment, that was the reason. Like you had—you have a chance to make a play, and um, and it—it it wasn't made. And so when we lose off of a off of a missed field goal, it's just like man, it, it felt unreal. Same like it did with two seconds left. Like we worked this hard to lose like this. Yeah, it was bad.
2: What? What?
1: And, and, I mean, same with same with Buffalo and. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent here, but I, I want to I make, make another bold take. I need to get my own podcast. Come on, man. So we, hey, What about.
2: you mean? We're going to put listen, you in the business, man, the ticket. Listen, we got a show listen, for you.
1: Man. Everyone keeps talking about, oh, they need to change the overtime. No, they don't. Just stop the Listen, the rules is the first one who scores a touchdown. You don't have to let the person score a touchdown. Hold them to a field goal. But if your defense is so booty and stuff like that, then yeah. <laughs> it, 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 that's on you, but I I, I like that.
0: This is 93 7 the ticket. Look at me, short. Look at me, short. I'm the captain now. Three time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24 yard line. Again. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is for Sean Jackson. Ah, yeah! Hey, hey, hey!
2: With me and all the gang. Learning from each other while we do our thing. Sing it. Nah, nah, nah. We're gonna have a good time. The ticket 93.7, the captain. I'm having a good time with my boy Prince. Prince, I'm sorry to hold you, man. But you know when old Jackson get to talking, man, I get to asking a thousand questions. It's just good time.
1: I feel you on
2: that. What you know about? What you know about Fat Albert? Did you ever get a chance to watch Fat Albert? No, but I wore the clothes. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was one of the Cosby Kids clothes, huh? Yeah, Platinum Fooboo, all that. <laughs> Who was? Because it's the last <laughs> segment, so I got to get I got to get down and dirty. I got to get down to the nitty gritty <laughs> right quick. Who was your favorite position coach in college or pro? Oh, Coach
1: Sanders, by Coach Sanders. Ah. Uh, Co Sanders, man, just because, and I owe him, man. I'm not going to say what I'm going to get him, but I owe him. Just because, like, he got on me like no other. Like, and it was to the point, mind you, I'm new. I'm new at this. I'm new at DB. So, like, he, everything I've learned, it's from him. The mentality, the technique. Like, I do this press technique. That like everyone keeps asking me, like how to do it, how like how did you get so good at it? How did you? Get, and I and I always tell them like it was it was, Sanders, it was Coach Sanders. So he um I remember this like I had a hard time catching the ball in um when I when I was in college. And so I remember, I remember one time, so we had Wentz. Wentz Morris could throw. <laughs> I don't know if he, had, he played quarterback. He played he quarter, Yeah, done. he played
2: quarterback in yeah. Miami. Yeah, Ohio. so
1: he could throw, and so he would throw it to us, and so we would have scouts, right? Scouts would be on, on the sideline watching with their notebook, and and I dropped a pass. Here comes Sanders. Yep, that's the strong part on 2-1. Can't catch. Can't catch. Can't, can't, can't catch. And just yelling, Wilson, one, print zero. Like, stuff like that. I'm thinking, like, hey, like, don't you want me to get paid? Don't you want me to? whatever but he's just building that He just it's that mind man he's just building my mindset so now it's like so when I get in the game it's like I'm unfazed like I already just had my coach breathing on my neck and I had I had the the NFL scouts right there and so like I'm always going to give credit to where credit's due and and it's it's to coach Marvin Sanders man like I'm so so thankful for him shout
2: out to Marvin Sanders you gotta find out where he's at nowadays um, yeah. what's your most memorable moment at Nebraska?
1: So, and then the first, I, I, anytime I get asked any of these types of questions, who's your favorite teammate? Like, I always just go the first thing that comes to my mind. And the first thing that comes to my mind was Alex Henry's, that field goal kick. I don't know if it was Colorado, but it was deep. It was at home. It was deep. And he smacked it through and we like, we ran off and stuff like that that was so it it was either, it was that one and then now I'm talking there's a game against Washington when we went to Washington beat the breaks off of them and then the holiday bowl i think it was 38-0 against University of
2: Arizona ooh san diego i was in there yeah, live in, in person yeah so how and again you know hindsight's always 2020 you start looking back at your career uh at Nebraska um, and and by the way, it was a 57 yard field goal by Alex Henry. A, a, a one of what I'm getting ready to talk about again is this: you are you are one of nine defensive backs to be an All American. What does that mean to you,
1: man? That's um,
0: that's an honor.
1: That's an honor. I mean, especially be in there, like I said, with a with a with a, a great group of guys, like. You know Mike Brown and, and 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 Ralph Brown to 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 name um, some some of them, but man and like a, and to go back to my story, I mean a guy who learned it who learned it on the fly, literally learned it learned it on the fly, and um, like that's yeah, know I'm I'm definitely proud of that, and and it was awesome because I went to one of the spring games, and it's it's a great feeling. Like, Chris Brooks Jr., right? I mean, Chris Brooks Sr. is going through it with his son right now. Mike, Mm -hmm. going through it with his son right now, Chris Brooks, right? His Mm -hmm. son, I don't know where he committed to. I know last year he –
2: It was was Princeton and then – It was Yale? Yeah. No, Yale. Yale. Yale, Yeah, right. Yeah, now Wisconsin.
1: So, he committed
2: to Wisconsin? Well, I don't know if he committed. I didn't see where he committed. I know he got offered (laughs) – Wisconsin, Scott. Yeah. Well, I mean, so so that's the thing. So what I'm saying is it's like, uh,
1: so Chris Brooks Sr. got to take his son, you know, like, you know, take his son through the facilities and show his son and stuff like that. So I, I say that cause like with, with my kids and I'm sure Roy and whoever has kids do it too. It's like awesome to go in and say, Hey, look, this is daddy. Like I get my painting on the wall. Right. For being an, an all American, I can say like, Hey, this is daddy. Like, they can see they can kind of learn daddy's story as like i can kind of like show them not just tell them like hey like this did, this was my journey this is how i got to where um where where i am this is why you you get to get those the the pokemons and the barbies and stuff <laughs> and stuff like that like no this is why this is why when you grow up nebraska is going to give you a free Wishing full-ride scholarship. Because, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> but, hey, Nebraska,
1: it's, it's there, though. If, if, if that's an idea. That's an idea, man. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> idea. But I'm saying, but it's, it's legacy is basically what I'm saying. Like, I get to show them, like, where, where I um, – where, like, m- m- my journey. And everyone, just like how you asked in the beginning, why Nebraska – I left Arizona. I was such a sheltered kid. Like, I realized I was so sheltered when I got to Nebraska. I was such a sheltered kid. It was a culture shock, everything. But Nebraska was one of the best places. I, I tell everyone, I try to get my wife to live there and stuff like that. But she's a California girl, and she wants to grow orange and lemon trees, and I don't think you can do that over there in the snow and stuff. But, like, I, I loved it there. I loved the pace. It was slow, it was slow, slow enough. The um, the people were were awesome and, and 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 stuff like that, and so I like like I I, I love that place, and so um, I'm I'm glad that I, I have a story there and I have a reason to always go back and um and, and stuff like
2: that. Well, when I think ten seasons, and I I don't I mean it's public knowledge, but ten seasons, forty six mil made in career earnings. 113 yep. games played, 6569 snaps, 477 tackles, which 418 were solo, and 10 <laughs> interceptions. Is there anything that you would change?
1: I mean, if anything just try to catch the balls that I <laughs> that I dropped, but other than that like no, like I'm I'm content with with how um with how the story's being written out and everything's been being played out. I, I like it, man. I like falling down, right, quote-unquote, falling down, dropping to number 19 because, like, I, I met my wife in New York in a club. <laughs> in a sense, so, like, if I wouldn't have got drafted to New York, if I would have went to Dallas, I don't know if I would have met her in a sense like that. So you always play that game. Like, man, if I would have just switched, it's like, no, because if you would have went through door A or if you would have took the red pill, or whatever, your whole life would have been different, mm. and so I'm glad everything worked out the way it did.
2: What's What's next? What's next for Prince on the horizon man. as far as just life stuff?
1: Yeah. So um, it's funny. So th- so this past year, man, I thought I thought um, I thought this was gonna be it, but I, now I don't know. I mean, I got I got a late a late last call by the Colts, and they were really pleased with my workout, and so. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to entertain that and see, see what options are out there. I've always said no to coaching, but, um, I might have some opportunities and on the professional side. And so to see where that, to see where that goes. Um, and so, yeah, and I, I mean, I have my realtor's license and so I heard Mo Berry is crushing it. I'm giving Mo Berry a shout out. Oh, I heard he's crushing it down in Lincoln with the real estate and so yeah I got my real estate license and I've I've been doing some stuff with that and then of course, you know, the the, the caps of being a father and, and a husband. I mean that's every day. So doing that man, there's nothing like picking up your, your kids and dropping them off at, at school, man. It's it's
2: awesome. You know, we're talking to Prince of when you when you it's ten years you was in the league, you know, you're still in the league, but ten years have went by. How did you keep your body in shape? What 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 did it take for you to to play that long, from a physical yeah, standpoint? So,
1: yeah, yeah. So the first the first couple the first four or five years, like I said, I had surgery, and so it was rough coming from a kid who who was in college in high school and never really got injured, beside a, a hammy or or whatever. Now I'm I'm getting bones broken and tendons and popping and stuff like that, and so now it's like, all right, like. Do I need to cut out the Mickey D's? like I haven't had McDonald's or soda in in like twelve uh in like ten years Wow and yeah, and so i'm and so like it's I feel like that that that's made a difference and stuff like that, and um I've watched a lot of older guys ahead of me get in the cold tub like roy 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 Hallou was was on it before I ever was like I was seeing him I would see him at the Hewitt, which is the name of our training table down at Lincoln. And I would see him eat spinach leaves and, like, steak, like eating fruit, like always taking care of his body, stretching, doing extra core work, like always taking care of his body. And then so I would always, like, man, why is this dude always doing extra? And then so when I got to the league, I see guys stretching after practice, getting inside the cold tub and sauna and stuff like that, getting the massages. And so I really had to invest in my body. I mean, they say um, there was a – there was a report that LeBron James spends a little over a million dollars mm-hmm. on his body every year. Right. And and I mean it's easy to say, okay, but look at LeBron, he's worth a billion or whatever he has a billion. But but still, like for someone for someone to do that, like I should be I, I should I should be doing at least what I can that I can get for free and stuff like that. I don't know what I don't know what he's doing and stuff like that, but it just shows how much value he puts on recovery and nutrition and so if 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 one of the best and then then you see brady right you see brady talking about pliability and the tb12 method Mm. right himalayan the pink himalayan salt and avocado ice cream and stuff like that like there's a reason why these dudes are peak performers and um and and they play and they play for a long time and so it just It's just always keeping my ear ear hustling, keeping my ears on the street and just listening to what what the other greats are doing and, and how can I adopt something from what from their program and adding it um, into mine, but for sure, stretching um, before and after practice, just making sure i'm I'm well oiled and, and good to go
2: when we talk about what does it mean when we talk about the business of football?
1: Ooh, that's loaded. But I mean you, you see you see like I mean there's there's so many instances, right? so I'll give you I'll give you some. And I mean and right now right now you're starting to see it in college. Who who was the dude, Oklahoma quarterback? One of the a former NFL quarterback who coaches at a school offered him, say, Hey, we're gonna give you Caleb a million dollars
0: mm-hmm.
1: and stuff to to pull up
2: to Charlie Bats.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Charlie Batch, exactly. That's, so you're starting – you're going to see it a lot. You're going to see it a lot in the league. Again, shout-out to my guys, um, um, Blake Lawrence and Adi Kunalik with Open Doors, who, uh, who have a great company, who, which I'm invested in, and um, they're, they're helping kids with this whole NIL stuff. But to get back on, on, on topic, like, okay, here's an instance. Uh, Peyton Manning, right? Peyton Manning has neck surgery, right? And he's with the Colts at this time. And obviously, he can he can play. He 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 passes a physical, but then you get you you have to decide. All right, can we get Peyton, or should we get a guy by the name of Andrew Luck, who's going to be the number one pick in in the draft? And so they release Peyton. Like, who would have thought Peyton Manning would ever get released? Like, I always thought he, he would walk out on his, on his own terms, but he got, he got released and stuff like that. And then you get Andrew Luck, which is not a bad pick at all, but then Peyton goes and wins a Super First of all, Peyton goes and throws 50 touchdowns with Denver and then the next year, and he, he goes to the Super Bowl but gets blasted by the Seahawks, but then goes and wins it, wins it next year against the, uh, the Panthers and stuff like that, which means this man still had more ball left in him. But again, is what have you done for me lately? What are you doing for me now? I go and see Eli. Eli, we're talking about um, Neil Smith, right, who's never missed a game in, in 14 years or whatever.
2: Uh, 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 you're talking about Will Shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will
1: Smith. Will, Will Shields. Will Shields. Will Shields never missed a game in like 14 years.
2: Eli Manning has never missed a
1: snap, right? How long? It, don't, it, His I'm entire tell you career? when they broke the streak. It it was for his whole career, but they broke the streak. They, I guess he's been playing. He he wasn't he wasn't playing up to par, and they started another dude. They started another dude, broke his streak. Oh. So he had like 16 years, never missed a snap. Oh, wow. He's played every single play. Wow! And so, my bad if I'm yelling, but that's what I'm saying. And then and then and then you get the AB story, right? Antonio Brown, his incentives he was saying right like he had I think um and I don't know if he said it but it was a report that he had he had uh he had like a uh, he had to get to a certain number of catches to to get half a bill or he had to get a certain number of of, of touchdowns yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. stuff like that incentives in his contract for some uh Arians takes him out or they or not takes him out but they weren't throwing him the ball which you can see and people don't know here's some insight a receiver knows when they're going to get the ball a receiver knows like if if their number is being called it's, it's because when a quarterback gets a play there's a first option yes there's a second option there's a third you go through your progressions, like okay if i get this look okay if this guy's not here if this guy's not open you just you just scan the field and so if he's not first or second option like by the time you get to your third and fourth, you should be getting hit. You should be getting hit underneath your your chin strap. Like you should. There's no way you should be getting, You should. Uh, it should take that long. And so that's what I'm saying. It's the business. Teams don't want to pay out that money. So okay, we're not calling your number, or, or or we're benching you, and stuff for whatever reason. So that's what that's what people talk about the business, the the business of of, of football and stuff like that. And then what also some some players see. It's like sometimes the best player, for whatever reason, isn't playing, and mm. and the and in most cases, it's because of. In my case, hey, we have a first round guy. We have so much invested in him. He has to play. He's going to get more strikes to strike out than you. You might get three, but he's getting ten. We we have so much money in on, invested in this guy, so he's going to get all the chances and stuff like that. That's why when you see a guy rise and shine. The year after is like, man, where's this guy been? Man, he's always been there. He just hasn't had the opportunity and stuff like that.
2: They haven't put so the, they haven't put the spotlight on him. exactly, Prince. exactly, Prince, and cause they, I, they haven't
1: featured him, right? And that's what it is, and that's the business of that's the business of of the game and stuff like that. And so, but you're you're for sure going to start to see it um,
2: in college for sure. Well, listen, be, be, only I could be I could be greedy. But I know I could get you to come back, so I'm not yes. gonna be greedy. All I'm, right. I, I appreciate your time. Before we go, princess, promise, peace, precious, passionate. How is it? Wow. Re- I know, well, don't, right?
1: Don't forget. Don't don't forget. Uh, now I got my wife, Pilar. You got and my Pilar. daughter, P- Paisley, in Princeton. <sighs> we kept it going.
2: So where did that come from? In a nutshell, real quick. I got about a minute. Yeah. Okay, real quick,
1: I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna freestyle it fast. My great grandfather was was a, a, a king in a village in Nigeria. He had thirty-four wives. Believe it or not, I do not agree with it, but he had thirty-four wives in Nigeria. And so there's a village in Nigeria where all of us have the last name omukamaras and because he was the king, we all get the title as Prince and Princess. So Prince is actually a title, and it's actually my name, and so, and then my parents just kept it going with the pressure, my dad said he started naming them with how he he felt, or whatever, so he he, he said he needed peace one time in his life, so he had he had a daughter named Peace, he made a promise, so he made, like he just kept going and going and going with it, so yeah, that's what
2: it is. Dang, man, I know that had to be kind of nice though. growing up with five yeah. sisters, though. They
1: take oh care my of God. Everything, right? Bro, it was cake. Like I tell it. Like talk about my roommates. When Michael was talking about, like I was the worst roommate ever. I always left food out on the table. Never cleaned after myself. It was because I had five sisters. They cleaned after me. Right. Like they, like they always. And that's how my mom. That's how my mom had it. Like, hey, Prince's Prince's is, is the only boy. He, he he is he he is a man or whatever. Like, where where the women we're supposed to clean after him or whatever. We're supposed to take care of the menos shoot there are no arguments here and then now but now i now i try to take care of them now a
2: little bit yeah well listen you can give back to him now man but of course i just wanted to tell you man it's it's been so great just talking to you these last few days and uh yep. we definitely got to put something together get you back here maybe give you get you to talk to the team uh you got so much knowledge that uh it'd be nice to have you come back just to even give some of that knowledge to these young bucks they need For sure. it and the things that you say to them could be phenomenal. I didn't get a chance, and I'm going to have you back to ask about a black shirt. But give me your, your best Go Big Red. Go Big Red! Go Big Red! Yes, sir. You heard it. The ticket, 93.7. I'm on with Prince Camara. The captain will be right back.